Space. Welcome. We're in outer space. We're jamming. Aliens jamming on guitars. Hit the boosters. Boo boo boo. By the rockets. Shoot the lasers. It's a jam space, baby. Yeah, y'all, it's Jam Space. Welcome. I'm Colton Dunn. I'm Scott Rogers. And we're doing a podcast called Jam Space. Where he'll talk, then I'll talk, <laughs> and then the guest will talk, and then there will be beats of freestyle music making. Alex Burke on the ones and zeros and the piano. He's hey, going to, you know, probably tickle the ivories a bit. Maybe we'll make up some... There it is. Give him, a little, give him a little magic there, Alex. That's sweet. Uh, ooh, I love that. Yeah. When I loved you, I love you forever and never and never will leave. Oh yeah, Alex on the keys. There he is. Yeah, maybe we'll do some jams uh, like that. We got Nick in the studio here, creepy Nick. He's videotaping everything again. Mm-hmm. He's Nobody silent. asked him to do it, <laughs> but he's doing it. He's just silent and filming, and he, he's our Tom Wolf. Yes, I don't, I don't know who Tom Wolf. I don't know who it is. He was actually. a uh, he wrote like you know the right stuff, electrically acid test. He wore a white suit and just hung out in the corner and didn't talk to anyone. Just wrote everything down. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. Sorry, Tom Wolf. Well, he died, so you know you don't have to apologize. I'm still sorry. I'm Not sorry. Guys, okay. What? How you doing, Colton? Man, I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. I got a Great. big event tonight for Superstore. I got to go to, nice. so uh, I'm gonna be doing that later on. And, That's uh, right. You're a, you're a, a, an actor on the show Superstore on NBC. <laughs> yes, I'm an actor on the show Superstore on NBC. And you play the role while, of Garrett. I play the role of Garrett, and every once in a while we got to do like little events, and so. Hmm going to a SAG event tonight where we're ah. going to show the, an episode to some members of SAG and then do a Q&A afterwards. So let me ask, cause just because I'm not in the industry, does that mean everyone kind of lowers their pants? What? Does everyone SAG their pants? No, 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 no. SAG stands for Screen Actors Guild. It's oh, a It's, it's a not union. for a pants sagging It's not for people who coalition. sag their pants. Okay. Yeah, it's not for like... So, do you do you like acting on Superstore? I love it. I bet you do, and you're great at it. Oh, thanks, dude. Just it brings me joy all the time, man. It's, I've known you for years. You've always been crushing it, but boy, you just you dialed it in, and you're crushing this show. It's, I have fun on it. You're so awesome. I love it. You know who else is awesome? Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. My mommy. No, that's no, not I'm just her. kidding. Um, she is awesome, though. Our guest. Do you want to say his name, or do you want me to say his name? <laughs> what? I think we say it at the same time. Okay. All right. 
Brandon, Brandon Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> That's usually how I hear it in the clubs. <laughs> Two dudes. <laughs> Brandon Johnson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, you could just say hello. Uh, but every time I go someplace, two dudes run up to me, Brandon Johnson. One in the left ear, one in the right ear. Um, I just want to say, yes, you have been crushing it. Yes. Uh, and Superstore uh, is amazing. Oh, uh, thanks, that man. That cast is incredible. It's a great cast. But the country just finding out what we always knew. Yeah. You know? Catch up. Catch up, y'all. We got bootlegs, Cold and Done. I'm talking, I got Cold and Done tapes from... 2000. Oh, no. Whoa. Uh-oh. You know, where he was just researching the role. Wow. Had the damn. wheelchair. That's um, true. Whoa. That's true. Just, yeah. Was just rolling around West Hollywood. I was cruising. I always knew he would be Garrett. Yeah. So when this role came along, I wasn't surprised. Yeah. Because I was like, that dude had been doing that for years. Yeah. He would make sometimes six to $800 a day. You know, just, just out. Just out in the wheelchair. Right, out in the wheelchair. That's people, were, people were angry with me when they found out that I don't use a wheelchair and I was out collecting money as if I don't <laughs> use a wheelchair. Well, that was that was how you were accruing the money. Yeah. Wow. That's so, you know, messed up. Yeah, I'm not, not surprised. It wasn't, it wasn't cool. That's not cool, Colton. Hope yeah. you gave it away to charity. No, no, I spent all that money. <laughs> on what? Huh? On what did you spend it on? Jeez, on life, dude. You spent this it on life? On Los Angeles. Tax of the tax of the streets, baby. Hell yeah, <laughs> street tax. <laughs> How are you doing, man? How I'm good, you, man. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. Of course. This is, uh, I feel like awesome. I haven't seen you forever. I know we haven't. I haven't seen you since. I feel like the last time we did a Freestyle Friday. That might have been it. Yeah. Um, and and which, by the way, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Please. Freestyle Friday. That's the first time that's been mentioned on the podcast, but that is a big inspiration of what brought us to this podcast. And you are the first guest, yeah, who was also uh, a participant in this. Uh, what is this Freestyle Friday? This Freestyle Friday was this great idea that Colton had because I guess you had gotten some equipment. That's how you made it sound, and you sort of put out this blast. I don't know if it was an email or t- I think it was text. And you were like, it's Friday. I got this stuff. Everybody should come by and do this Freestyle Friday. And I was like, yeah, man, I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Uh, sounds like an awesome time, dude. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, if I can make it, uh, I'll make it. You know, it is a Friday. And there was the first dude to show up, <laughs> like, just crept up off the lawn, like, hey, Colton, you, you still doing Freestyle Friday? And it was a blast, dude. It was, it was fun, man. So fun. Yeah, we, we just, what's great is that the email goes around still. Well, that we haven't gotten one in a while, but for a while it was like people who had been there for a couple of those being like, "I still be listening to some of these freestyles." Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, every now, like nine months later, sort of like, and I do, you know, I listen back. <laughs> well, just I think a lot of that, and we've been, I've been finding that with this show too, is because with those, essentially, Colton would play a beat. Everyone kind of talks. It's kind of decide on a premise or a hook a little bit, right? And then yeah. it's and then it's like you can think of a rhyme or two in your head, but then you're in the unknown. And so it's this mixture yeah. of like some forethought and some in the moment of freestyling. And but what comes out of it, I think, is 
something really fun and and uh, obviously impulsive, but also the premises are really funny. Like yeah. that's what we, I think. No boots in the future is Ex- one of my favorite ones. No boots in the future, and that's a that's a Colton Town original. Um, because you like for me personally, I'd get on and I'd be like, I'm just trying to save face up here. I'm gonna wrap my fucking ass off right. and just go crazy. Right. But then Colton always came in with like, <laughs> it's not that serious. Think about this shit, <laughs> and you'd be thinking like, I didn't know you go do your verse like that. I want to do my verse over because my shit. Was not funny. It's like all serious. My favorite was the misnomer before we all started. There's like Hallelujah was there. Yeah. And we're there's like six of us. And we're all kind of like, we're black dudes, but clearly we are not from the streets. And we all had that that uh that that speech before we started freestyling, which is like, just want to let everybody here know. I've never moved weight. I've never sold cocaine. <laughs> I've never smacked a bit. I've never smacked a bitch with two dicks. Um, you're gonna hear some things come out of my mouth that I've never actually done. <laughs> but since we're freestyling, I gotta be like, I'll annihilate a foe. Make sure these hoes get smacked the fuck up and jacked the fuck up. You come up in this room, we smoke and crack the fuck up. I got you, bro. <laughs> like Brandon, nigga, you from nigga, you from Second City. All your freestyle, all your freestyle skills come from fucking improv, not actually. Be, I'm in the trenches out here battling for my. <laughs> Life, <laughs> that's so great <laughs> so that's it was great awesome. it was a blast because you got to get out you know some of your your inner anger mm-hmm. yeah i never had to say that at the top i guess <laughs> as a people just guy, knew people just knew that you lived that I life saying, i also don't rap like that's just not what occurs to me so i like yeah all my flexing is about I'm cool, a cool guy yeah yeah you should give it a shot man you should try you should try some like gangster me. rap you think i should yeah it doesn't feel authentic. No, that's why I should try it, man, because yeah. it's uncomfortable. Okay, maybe I'll try some today. You know, art, it don't have to be authentic. It could just be commercial. Mm-hmm. Okay. You could lift it from other people. You know, like, sure. I'm a plagiarist. You're a plagiarist. Yeah. Like, so that's your deal. It's a dying art, you know? Mm-hmm. A lot of people they don't really know how to do it, you know? But I'm like, you got to lift it word for word. You know, you can't just be out there making up your own shit. So do you redo it, or you just... Put out other people's shit. I put out other people's shit. You I don't have no shit. shame. You know how when you would bootleg like a Gucci fabric, uh, and then you yeah. make like a Gucci sweatsuit. I'm I know like about that with Gucci. Work, man. Four Hell score yeah. in this bitch. Five score in these tits. Six score on these booties. Seven score on these tooties. Eight score on these dicks. Ten scores in these tricks. Trip. Eleven scores in these bicks. 12 scores and we fucking is bitch. I'm a motherfucking gangster, bitch. I move weight, switch. I hit him. I'm a low rider car. Hydraulics, I go far. Yo, I'll kill you with my gun. It's a machine gun, bitch. I'm gonna murder all of you. He got Fuck a machine you. gun. This nigga shoot you with shit from the 20s. He got a machine gun. Not an AR, not an AK, but a Tommy gun. You better Tommy run. <laughs> Listen, see, I'm a gangster. Gangster rap. Al Capone. Speakeasies in Chicago. See, I'm a gangster. Gangster rap. That's hilarious if gangster rappers really gangsters. Prohibition, my ill condition. I'm a plagiarist, and that's just the gist. Too much, too much good stuff. <laughs> like AMPM, man. Yeah. Too much good stuff. <laughs> Brandon, man, you are the real deal. No, dude. I mean it. You bring I'm in the it. the house right now with you. Bring the, it. These cats, you cats. Hey, help me out here. Own it. Okay. 
You, okay. You crush. Thank you, sir. Thank you, you are crush it, dude. You just got. You're, you're just fire. Never man. not crushing it. I know people are paying money. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That's all I ever care about. I'm like, I think about people paying money to go to comedy clubs and shit, and I think about how much a production costs, and I'm like, you. Right. You got to be worth more than eleven yeah. fifty. I'm like, if if you see me failing, please believe. It was not in my plans. <laughs> yeah, got it. I was really trying to give you your money's worth this shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're a professional, man. You're always on point. That's something I know about you. Also, you and Alex Burke. Alex was Come telling on. me you you guys had a like a two minute like a little R and B uh The McKenzie brothers. Yeah. <laughs> we made some of the greatest love songs in the world. Do you know about the McKenzie brothers, yeah, Colton? Man. Tight. It's a, it's a thing that we get to do, which I can only really do with him because you need a certain kind of improvising piano player. Like a lot of people uh, get down and uh, are able to uh, sort of jazz free form. Right. But you need a dude that can like clean up your mistakes because I'm not a professional. So you sort of need like an improv piano player that's like, oh, no, you didn't. But don't worry, I got you. Oh, OK, he's going into the Beatles. I'll take him a little further away so we can play <laughs> the shit and get the, the things cleared. And Burke is like just the best. And he'll wear a costume. This dude that I do is um, he's an R&B singer that uh, could not tour for a very long time because he was incontinent. And they said that he wouldn't be able to make it through. <laughs> an entire show without pissing himself and i came up with this character when i was stoned and i always wanted a piss bladder and i was at home and i was playing with a dawn bottle and a plastic tube and i took the nipple i shouldn't be giving away my trade secrets <laughs> but if you want to make a piss bladder take the top of the dawn bottle off get you a tube like a, a eighth inch tube you know the kind you would use to clean a fish tank um and then attach that to the the dawn bottle the dawn perion and bottle then take the nipple from the dawn bottle put it on the other end of the tube my friend you have a piss bladder this piss bladder means that you can you can have a gallon of pee in your pocket <laughs> squeeze it with your arm and then you can pee for days now when i first built this instrument i didn't know what the fuck i was gonna do i was like i'm gonna just go to parties and I'm gonna just piss myself and be like, I gotta go home, man. I can't, I can't. Cause you know, when you at a party, sometimes you wanna go home, a but you don't really have a strategy. good reason. That's a good reason that nobody right. can fault you for leaving. Right. Or just pass out on the couch and piss yourself. Oh, no. And then jump up and be like, ha ha, I'm not a raging alcoholic. This is just water. Or don't. <laughs> so one thing I got I to say about Brandon, he is so professional. Before every show, he drank way too much in case the piss bladder didn't work. <laughs> he was willing to piss himself. Oh it yeah, never happened. I'm on but, that Crispin Glover, man. But he would literally chug as much as he could before we go on stage. <laughs> so he literally would have to piss during every performance we ever did. Like I said, man, people pay money to see you, man. You better, you better deliver, bro. Don't say you have a character that pisses himself and you can't piss yourself for real. <laughs> So we would do the song and I'd get, in, I'd get a, uh, a suggestion from the audience as to what the song should be about. Because I'd say, you know, the easiest way to make up a love song, and this is kind of true if you listen to love songs, is like, say the word, say the word again, and then say the word again and add baby. So if somebody's like, onion is the word, you want to be like, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Taste? You give me a word. Uh, dress. Thank you. Dress, baby. Dress. Dress, baby. <laughs> and then just back away. Right? Yeah. So if the word is onion, it's onion. Onion. Onion, baby. And then run away like, like she's going to find out you're talking to her. 
Right. Got it. So we would do How that. about Holocaust? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Sorry, I, I had to go there. This motherfucker's Jewish and got the happiest playing on Holocaust. <laughs> this is like, you like me, Alex, just sell your people out in a heartbeat. I will sell my people out in a heartbeat, bro. <laughs> Try to get this check. Well done, Alex. Yeah, thanks. I mean, I am Jewish, so. <laughs> I know. I, I wouldn't fuck it, with you if you wouldn't. I want to hear it, though. Oh, thanks. Uh, let me raise my brain. Uh, what would be? She want to know how much does a fancy dinner cost? Oh, no. <laughs> she want to know if I can make a scream. I said, don't worry about the price. I'm going to make you holocaust. <laughs> Things don't seem like what they seem. Holocaust. Holocaust, Holocaust, baby. <laughs> uh, uh, you can bring as many friends as you want. Oh, no. <laughs> I pick up a Holocaust. <laughs> Such a sad day. Screams are cheap, but the Holocaust. Oh, no. Oh, turn a bad thing into a good thing, baby. Get and get your salad tossed at the Holocaust. The Holocaust. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. And, <laughs> and I peed myself. Yeah. And you for nobody. Oh, you guys didn't want to see it. No, we didn't care. <laughs> Jeez Louise. I am going to hell. <laughs> no, there's no such thing. No. Screams are free. So that that is the, the bit Holocaust. that we did. Let's let me yeah. <laughs> yeah. Screams that's are free. Awesome. Yeah, and we uh, we met on MySpace, and that's how we started. <laughs> met on MySpace. Wow, that's pretty wild. <laughs> Why don't we take a trip into space? Do you know anything about aliens? Uh, of course. Oh yeah. Are you a big fan of aliens? <laughs> I have no idea. I know nothing about aliens. Oh, okay. Um, I'm willing to learn. Well, I always thought it would be fun to talk a little bit about the show Ancient Aliens. Oh, like the idea that they may have built the pyramids. Yeah, that's sort of what the show's about. But I think the show's silly. So have either one of you guys seen the it's show? It's on Ancient Netflix, aliens? I believe, right? It's a, well, it's, it is on Netflix. Available on Netflix, but you but mostly it's a it's a History Channel. History Channel. Show. I've watched very little of it. Um, well, it is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar and, with some of these um, theories. You know, it'll be like stuff like these blocks. They must have used a laser to make these blocks. Yeah. And five guys be like, yep, definitely a laser. <laughs> this was definitely a laser. And they won't be like experts in the field or anything. Really? Yeah. And yeah. then all you do is you go online to like people responding to it. And you'll see like a guy who makes blocks who's like... No, you don't need a laser to make that block. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck they're talking about. They had yeah. this thing about the runways, right? Oh, like the Nazca lines? Yeah. So, yeah, there's these things called Nazca lines where you are flying. And if you're flying, you can see these, like, lines that these people made, old ancient people. And they'll look like birds and stuff or a monkey. Mm. But then one of them is just, like, this really long line. And people are like, looks like a runway. Yeah. So it must be for aliens. <laughs> There's a number of problems with that. 
one, it doesn't seem like aliens are flying planes. Yeah, they don't need <laughs> runways. They need generally. runways. They generally just kind of land, right? Yeah. At least that's what they're saying they're going to do. Um, but two, these, these, the structures that they built couldn't support the weight of some kind of heavy ship landing on it anyway. Mm. I call bullshit on ancient aliens. Ooh. Here's the thing is what? I will still watch it. Sure. Yeah. It's yeah. enjoyable to watch. Yeah, stuff now, that I gotta ask: Are you calling bullshit on those ancient aliens or ancient aliens in general? Well, just the show, the, the show, show, the television show, Ancient Aliens. Not the uh, likelihood that ancient aliens existed. Not the likelihood that yeah. ancient aliens existed. I think that's true. And there, maybe there is some stuff that they do that I would probably be like, oh, okay, maybe that's a point. But it's they. They have they get these series orders to make so many episodes. So their episodes are just insane. You know, they'll right. be like showing like a picture from the Renaissance and be like, "Look, there's an alien in the background of that picture." And like, what? It's not yeah. a fucking alien. What are you talking about? They're it's really Birdman. They're reaching. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine being a researcher on that show? Being like <laughs> 22, just being like, <laughs> your boss is just. Hey, you gotta find an alien in this Pink's hot dog ad. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people that'll do your job, Jeremy. <laughs> we, we need this. <laughs> I got two kids, but I got four houses. <laughs> so you're gonna need to figure out a way to find an alien in this Renaissance picture. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's hilarious. <laughs> I just uh, like that we have that much TV. That's There's insane. so much TV, right? That people are like, fuck it, yeah, go, let's go. It's like they are, uh, it, it's a little cokey. It's a little yeah. cocaine-y. Where people are like, what do you got? Like, uh, uh, Vince Neil, uh, Vince Neil, Vince Neil's single and he's trying to find a wife. I'm like, okay, let's All go, right, walk let's along. Let's do that show. <laughs> right. All right. right, let's do that show. Okay. That's why I like music from the late 70s and early 80s because it's so overtly cocaine fueled. Yeah. The lyrics of songs, you know, the band, bands like Foreigner, whoever, where it's just, the most basic phrases you've ever heard, and everyone's yeah. just, let's go for it. It just kind of works. You Fucking know? the rustic jukebox, basically. Mm-hmm. When yeah. you go to the rustic. The old rustic, yeah. Oh, and, yes. and all cocaine fuel. That whole place yeah. is cocaine fueled. <laughs> and, and you're like, where can I hear Black Betty played over and over <laughs> and over again? It's like they look at each other and they're like, again? Ram a lamb. Right. That's a hit. Let's right. go. Right. What Let's I love road. too is Coke messes with the high end of your pitch. So like any mixer who's on cocaine, you can hear <laughs> the high end is so like it's like a Steely Dan record essentially. You can hear <laughs> they just want more and more high end, and I don't know why. Like what is about I should mix on Coke sometime. Never done that. You motherfuckers gotta make thirty eight special. Sound special. Uh, you're going to go back in that booth. <laughs> you do a couple more rails until we sound like Boss Skaggs or Billy Squire or one of them fuckers, man. I'm paying you $1,000 an hour, brother. <laughs> yeah. When's the last time you guys read uh, You Rustic? Oh, I want to say... I want to say about three weeks ago. Oh, yeah? Okay, okay. Yeah. I was there a couple of months ago. I, yeah. I just, like, popped in. I had two Thanksgivings at You Rustic. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's fucked up when you go in and you're like, you see people and you you see, you see each other and shit. <laughs> like, oh, what's up, man? I didn't know. We should have all got together. No, we probably shouldn't have. It's depressing as shit. Let's all just get this turkey and leave. <laughs> but there I, was turkey there. Guys? Huh? Did you go with Joe? I think one year Joe was yeah. there. One year I just went on my own with somebody else. Like, but at, I remember at that time I was like, "I'm going to the rustic for Thanksgiving." Like, I was thought it was cool. And now I'd be so sad if that if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
But it's so crazy to walk into a place like that have it be exactly the same. Right. You know, that just doesn't really happen in Los Angeles. Like, things yeah. change all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this place has looked exactly the same since 2004. Wow. I would have thought that place was older. Oh, it's older than, it's older. That's just when I first started oh, gotcha, going Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Right. I remember you cooking Thanksgiving dinners, though, when we lived sure. together. Because yeah. I live, and I live in Orange County, so I didn't have an excuse Woo-hoo! to not be with my family, so... Not that I didn't want to be with them, but uh, I would have family Thanksgiving during the day. That's a hard way for them to find out. <laughs> hey, <laughs> mom. Podcast. Um, I listened to your podcast. I said I did not, not like that. The, I, uh, I did not, not I... like the Holocaust song. <laughs> then I continued to listen <laughs> and experience my own personal Holocaust when you told me that all of the Thanksgivings I had thrown for you. I want to let you know that your father and I didn't have a lot of money at all. <laughs> hey, well, hold on, mom. You threw Thanksgiving we for threw me? We threw it. We got down. We threw it. We threw it for you. All the Thanksgivings you we, threw for me? We were opposed to it. That's insane. We, we wanted the Native Americans. We wanted to have Native American Day, but you were young. And, and, and when we even toyed with the idea, you started to cry. So we've been throwing all these Thanksgivings and birthdays. With the, you don't we're like very Christmas? disappointed in you, Scott. <laughs> Sorry. That's why I moved to Los Angeles. Oh, that's what you keep saying. I'm always saying. a wow. disappointment. Okay. But I, I was trying to say... I always enjoyed coming <laughs> back home, and Colton, you'd be cooking dinner, and uh, there's something really special about having Thanksgiving with your friends when you live in a city that's far away from your family. Yeah, I love I think that. that's a great vibe. The Friendsgiving. Yeah, Friendsgiving. It's always cool to come back home. You cooked a turkey, maybe wrapped in bacon. Bruh. A couple friends there, Bruh. have some drinks, smoke some weed, Bruh. love and life. I remember one time we, we played like drums really late at night Yeah, on Thanksgiving. That was fun. We played drums late at night many, many nights. Many nights. But I remember one Thanksgiving that we definitely did that. But boy, that was that was some great days. You, didn't, you don't always know when you're in the golden age. I would... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Sorry. Come on, uh-uh. It's Thanksgiving. Come on, y'all. Yeah. Crap Giving thanks. Cranberry stuffing. Giving spanks to butts. All different types of side dishes. Yo, I'm thankful for that booty. Come on, Thanksgiving. Okay. I thought Free you corn. knew me. That I'm a sucker for a big fat ass. I smack that shit like molasses is so sweet. I'll smack that booty and treat you to dinner. Mmm, <laughs> turkey. Mmm, <laughs> mashed potatoes. Got the day off, don't have to worky worky. Finna eat myself some turkey turkey. I'm eating all the stuffing jerky jerky. Being a real jerky jerky. Yeah. Yeah. Giving thanks. Doing pranks. Uh. What you got? Yeah. Lightning bolt Colton. Yo, I'm the turkey. I don't think it's cool. What you all doing? Trying to murder me and my friends just so you can chill. That's not cool. Why do I gotta get killed? I'm just a turkey, just a bird in the wild, trying to do my thing, trying to live my life, smile. Gluck, gluck, cluck, cluck. Bloop, bloop. I'm up in the scoop, scoop. You're a turkey. I'm a Native American. Don't mean to compare, but I got to wear and thin the history that surrounds it, yet you still celebrate it. Yo, that resounds with the mind of the white man. Still celebrate that shit. Why can't I? Switch that shit. Fuck you for murdering all my people, bitch. I'm a pilgrim. Hell yeah. yeah. Buckle on my hat. All snaps. <laughs> Do everything all day. Woo my shit, man. My wife wears a dress, got hair gray, and she live up in the house. My kid's name is Ezekiah. <laughs> That's right. Shout out to Jebediah tonight. <laughs> we cooking on that good food. 
took the turkey over wood. Now we getting stuffing. Y'all bringing nothing. Look at us sitting around the table. Mom's t- cutting the turkey. She more than able. Damn, it's 200 years before a cable. Or we be all watching football, Man, y'all. y'all's brains fucked up. It's like a maze. All I need to do is sit with my people, eat maize. That's corn. Yo, blow the horn. Sit in my TPG. We used to have peace and connect with the land. But now these white men kill that shit, Stan. Stan! Stan for nothing. Something. And Scott likes big booty bitches. Yeah. Scott likes big booty bitches. I eat that big butt. Scott likes big booty bitches. I take a chomp of that Scott gluteus maximus muscle. <laughs> I chomp on that butt. Yo, baby girl, that's what's up. Yeah. I got no shame in my game. Give me a girl that got game and a big old butt. Chomp, chomp. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's available for your Thanksgiving playlist. Play it for your moms on loud. There's actually not enough Thanksgiving songs. I think it's true, is, though. We're making the world a better place. That's right. It's all about gratitude. Worse for turkeys. It's, it's the epitome of America. It's like dead, scattered bodies. But on top of it, we're like, what am I thankful for? What are you thankful for? Isn't that crazy how good we've gotten in America at like partying while the shit burns? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's incredible. Motherfuckers pay all this money to go to Burning Man so they can sit in a wasteland mm. in the desert where people don't have money or food or anything and have to rely on each other. And I'm like, take your ass to Manhattan where you'll see the same <laughs> shit get played out on a daily basis on every street. People are broker than they've ever been. I just and love yet. the idea that rich people are like, we go somewhere where money doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> That's your fantasy? Yeah. We. It's yeah. Isn't that so fun? Like, you have to spend so much money bringing things to barter with. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so expensive. Have you guys ever gone to there, to Burning Man? Mm-hmm. I, I burned, for sure. You yeah? did? Yeah. Where'd you go? I went, but I went in like 2005, 2006. Okay. Yeah, okay. early days. Because somebody was like, you should come to this thing. And I was like, I'm starving. Um, will there be food there? And sure enough, jumped in the car, drove nine hours, pulled up in the desert, and was like, this is crazy. Was there for like two weeks. It was bananas. It was bananas. Holy smokes. You were there for two weeks? Two weeks, because you can get there for like a week, and then that's when all the partying really happens, after they've built the whole Black Rock City. Yeah. Or you can get there in advance and help them build the city. Oh, and you, 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 you're you a carpenter, right? So you... I wasn't doing that shit. I mean, like, oh, okay. I'm not trying to, like, oh, okay. I was a carpenter, that's true. <laughs> but I'm like, in 2005, it was like maybe 11 black dudes out of like 30,000. I was already trying to figure out, I was like, trying to figure out like, okay, so uh, what is this? Because at the time, like 2005, it was still small. Right. Yeah. Towards, like now it's 70,000 people, some shit like yeah. that. So you could sort of still navigate it. And I was, my mind was blown because it, it is literally like, you're in the middle. You drop 75 miles into the desert, and there's nothing. There's no tree. There's no like way of of getting shade or any of that shit. And it was my it was mind blowing. I'll be honest. So cool that you're a carpenter. Yeah, man. I don't do it as much um, just because I don't have a studio. Like when you have a place to work out of, it's much much easier to do it. It it sort of started because I I didn't have any furniture and I was broke, and I needed to learn another skill anyway. Wow. So I was like, I'll, I'll build a couch. Cause I was, I was so broke and I'd, I'd gone to Burning Man and I was talking to dudes in Burning Man and I'd be like, what do you do? Which is like a question that you're not supposed to ask. But 
I was like, how, how do you even get to this level in life where you're able to take off for two weeks? Because this nigga's unemployed, so I can do this shit. <laughs> but how, how are you out here? And people were like, well, I'm an architect, but I'm a pilot. And I build uh, clinics in uh, South Africa because I'm also a doctor. And I was like, you are not doing enough with your life, Johnson. (laughs) If the apocalypse came, and I said lips, not lists. If the apocalypse came, (laughs) you wouldn't know how to, you could, you tell jokes and shit. Like, that's not going to be as valuable. No. So I was also broke. So when I came back, I was like, well, you need to learn how to like build the shit that you need, like furniture and shit. And then then understood that like that's cost prohibitive as well (laughs) shit like i became a carpenter so i could build myself a fucking couch because i was like i need to learn the structural dynamics of wood and whether or not it can support a body and how that should like the average seating area is about 24 inches because if you build under 24 inches it's not comfortable if you Mm. build too long it cuts the circulation off there's all this crazy like chair and seating technology i didn't know about wow anything over 48 inches has to have um, a block of wood in between every 12 inches or it's going to fall apart. I didn't know that shit. Because I was building shit that, like, for friends and that would fall apart. Like, they <laughs> I'd build a whole living room for somebody and they'd sit down and the shit would just explode. <laughs> like, ridiculously. Like, explode in a way that was personal. Like, pow, 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 like, on you. So I went to this carpenter and I was like, show me how to build shit and apprentice him as this dude downtown. And he just would laugh at me because he's just like, you don't know how to do shit. And I was like, um, whatever, man. I'm trying to get this money. So willing. hustled and shit and then learned how to build couches, learned how to build furniture, but then was too poor. Because here's the fucking joke. The most expensive part of your couch is the motherfucking cushion, B. Mm. Like, if you have a couch, go to your couch right now and hug that shit. Because that cushion, that's like $100. <laughs> so you need like six cushions. That's 600 bucks. Plus, I got to upholster the shit. Right. My nigga, Ikea selling couches for 500 bucks all day. <laughs> so don't don't be, if life hands you lemons, don't try to make lemonade unless you really know how to make lemonade and shit. Like, you might right. want to make, you might want to make zest. You can make lemon zest. Sure. <laughs> you don't need to learn how to make lemonade. You might not have the faculties for that shit. I will say, I got uh, my first non-Ikea couch in my, in my new place, and it's the best couch ever. Right? It's yeah. so much better than any any IKEA couch. True, and you know what the money is? It's the fucking cushions. It's the cushions. They're great. The cushions, They're great cushions. Dog. If you go downtown and you go to the fashion district and you want to get the kind of cushions that you have in your couch at home, it's really hard. People look at you like, oh, "You're trying to build a Rolls Royce airplane?" <laughs> <laughs> you have to send away for like the good shit. And 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 that was the other thing is like you really, when you're trying to make furniture you're really trying to figure out how another person put things together without showing you how they put it together. It it came in super handy for Ooh. writing because in writing Ooh. we're descriptive. Like we want you to know everything about a character, everything about the world. We're trying to teach you everything. And if you look at it, you can sort of look at how a writer is plotting something out. Like the average, the average piece has a, a structure to it that makes sense f- for everybody. Yeah. Whether you're whether you're like well versed in reading scripts or not, you can still go. Oh, I, I get it. This is story points. It's story A, story B, whatever. Right? Fucking building furniture or doing carpentry is the exact opposite because they they hide all the shit. Like you don't see a nail, you don't see it glued. Mm. Dudes have all sorts of different type of Japanese joinery. There's all sorts of Swedish joinery. There's people who are like, yeah, you got to use this in this situation. You got to use this in this situation. Have so you, it, have you ever like seen a couch somewhere say goodwill take it home just to rip it apart to see how they put it together when you when you drive around now that you now that we're on the subject when you drive around la you'll see harvesting 
And it's because the raw materials of a couch are so fucking expensive mm. that people jump out of their cars with a razor blade and they'll take the skin off of it. I hate to be a dumpster diver about the shit, but like I will drive through my neighborhood and be like, mm, cut that couch up. And then a day later, somebody's already come and just stripped it down to the springs. People need the couch springs out of shit because it's hard to get that shit. So like I have definitely... I've never seen a couch and been like, I can't wait to take this fucking crime scene home and take it apart. <laughs> but. Oh, shit. Talking about them couch springs. Slicing up them couches. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fuck you, couch. You might be a sectional, but you still getting cut. You gonna getting skin cut. your shit. <laughs> we coming for you, couch. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah. Here we come. In the dead of the night, I come quick. Grab that couch. Lickety split. Cut it up. Grab them sprungs, jump in the car, that's my thing. Head home, put it in a box. Yeah, with my locks. Nobody touching my couch pieces. I'm a couch killer, Jesus. I don't give a fuck about the weather. I'm cutting up a couch. I don't care if it's soft or leather. I'm putting all them cushions in my car. Gonna put them cushions in my car. Then I'm finna drive real far. I'm trying to build myself my own couch. Wanna have some houses with women coming out. I'm trying to get the furniture market on. Sitting down on my couch. I got a couch on my front lawn. I done seen you before. Shopping around at the damn couch store. Probably paid a G or more for something that I wouldn't put on my bathroom floor. I'm trying to get a couch, and I ain't got no money not trying to spend no larger miles. Look at this damn couch I found. I'm gonna take this shit back to the ground. Murder couch, I'm about to murder this yeah. couch. Murder couch, murder, mur mur murder, murder couch. Couch murder. Couch is getting cut up, couch needs to shut up. <laughs> shut up, couch. I'm gonna hurt you, ouch. I am no slouch, I better not slouch in this couch. Better have good lumbar support. If it don't, I'm gonna have to report yeah. you to my knife. Gonna slice you up. Yeah, that's what's up. Here comes couch here, they're getting farted on. Cut that couch up, it's probably smarting on. You finna see the end of cutting classes. I'm cutting my classes and couch your seen asses. Murder. I'm cutting through, I'm cutting couch passes. You gonna get cut slow like my last is. Fuck y'all. Couches. Fuck y'all couches. And that goes for sectionals. Or yep. love seats. Do, uh, what do you call that? Uh, Ottoman. Ottoman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we fucking up Ottomans for sure. Don't try to call yourself a Davenport. Talk, we turn an Ottoman into a slaughter, man. <laughs> <laughs> Put your feet up and get cut up. Daybed, you'll be day dead. Who you trying to trick, Daybed? You a couch. Futon. Yo, you're a fool. Tongue. We draining water beds too in this motherfucker. Drain that shit like a wound. <laughs> like a pussy wound. You should have just got two chairs, but now you sitting on a long ass couch. Chairs not enough for you? Might as well stand. I heard sitting is the new smoking. <laughs> so you should stand up. Walk around. Be healthy. Yeah. And I'm going to murder this couch. <laughs> they got my picture up at room and board. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sweetest thing in the world. Hey, Alex. Yes, sir. Do you know what time it is? I believe it's music time. Hit it. Oh! What happens? Hey, everybody. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, you're 55 minutes into something. Hi, welcome. Um, 
It's music time. Very good, Alex. That was much improved. Uh, I feel like I redeemed myself from last uh, last, last episode. Week, yeah. yeah, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I love just showing the process, you know. We're growing. <laughs> Hello from the children of planet Earth. Among 55 other greetings in ancient and modern languages, other human sounds, footsteps. Ooh, is that on uh, Voyager spacecraft? The laughter of Carl Sagan, printed messages from U.S. President Jimmy Carter. That's right, my favorite president. One of the few presidents, who, one of the few presidents who said that he saw a UFO. That's true. Yes, Colton. You're on it. And I am talking about the Voyager Golden Record. All right. Now we're in my wheelhouse, baby. I'm I know. Give us, a little, give us a little space music there. Hell yeah. <laughs> Voyager. Yeah, man. That's pretty cool. That's a cool record. You just shoot what? some lasers there? Yep. Okay. Only, uh, <laughs> only gold record to uh, have one sale, but go gold. Exactly. Oh, nice. Pretty impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, I made impressive. on a phonograph. You know, I bring in something music related, but I am so influenced by our own show. One, I'm wearing a shirt with an alien on it. I've been watching UFO documentaries. I've gotten the the bug. I've gotten the fever. Cool. And boy, are there just endless. There's a, so much crossover between music and space. I love it. I'm having a great time. And so I think one of the musts to cover in this show is the Voyager Golden Record. If you don't know about it, it was a record made by NASA with a committee chaired by our friend Carl Sagan. And it's a recording of, like I was saying earlier, uh, all kinds of sounds, but there's also a bunch of music. And yeah, there's a lot of greetings to, to people. <clears throat> And there's also a recording of brainwaves of Carl Sagan's wife's brainwaves. As, yeah. And so she thought about building things and saying hello and communicating. Because a lot of people that get abducted, they say it's nonverbal, including Sammy Hagar. Yeah. He said when he... Sammy, Great tequila recipe is what they gave me and then yeah. they let me go. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm trying to bring that delicious tequila to you guys. Absolutely. So come on down to Sammy's Cabo Wabo UFO experience. <laughs> you don't so have great. to drive 55 to get here. Boom. You just show up. <laughs> I was trying to think of something with... I can't drive 55 as well. And then the musical selections, <laughs> also varied. Feature works of uh, Bach. Oh, that's right. That's Johann Sebastian. Oh, um, yeah. And that's a little Pretty Bach sure right that's there. The, it, the Cubs theme. Uh, that's from the uh, two-part invention in F, actually. Okay, Mozart. I uh, don't have any Mozart memorized. Come on. Oh, <laughs> I mean, wow. I can, Beethoven. I can, I can, uh, yeah. You cannot clear that sample. And this will be a tough one, Stravinsky. Oh, I mean, I could just hum you the opening the rice spring. That's okay. Um, <laughs> it also has music by Guan Pingyu. Guan Pingyu, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, Wyclef covered him. No. <laughs> That's something different. Uh, he was a, a leading player of the the Gupian. Oh jeez! Chinese seven-string bridgeless. What did you say? <laughs> the G leader of what? G U You are your Q own. Q I N. <laughs> you are on your own. Gukin? Oh no! I don't know, Gukin? dude. That's, uh -uh. I'm not saying that. Nope. Chinese what else? seven-string. What else is on the album? <laughs> He's a zither player. He played the niggeriana. <laughs> 
He played. Okay, I get it. <laughs> he played the coon flute. Wait, wait, I got it. He... I I do have to say, did you uh, get this off Wiki? Because people can change the name. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, maybe. It, speaking maybe. of being Jewish, I went on Ellie Wiesel's uh, Wiki page recently, and it named him as the uh, number one ho- uh, Holocaust fabricator, oh, with, because someone had changed it. The next day was gone, but that's why I'm, we made that song today, so that people know the truth of what happened. Blind Willie Johnson, Chuck Berry. Yeah, on and on, right? And Mud- so muddy waters, I believe. That's interesting. Yeah. Some interesting. Oh, music. Also, there was uh, a controversy about Chuck Berry being put on there. Because, Why is that? Well, because some people, it's golden. Some people thought that rock and roll was adolescent. Carl Sagan's response: There are a lot of adolescents on the planet. I thought he would say, "I know you are, but what am I?" <laughs> no. In keeping with the adolescent theme, right, right. Neener, so, neener, neener. Right. Uh, Shut up. And man. last little tidbit, and then uh, is Jimmy Iovine, famous uh, producer. He early in his career, he served as a sound engineer on this record, wow. and because it's on the Voyager One, and the Voyager One is the furthest human-made thing. That's right. Yeah, because Voyager 1 and 2 have both gone it's to already left our solar system. interstellar space. It's right. the furthest out there. Were you going to say something, bud? Uh, hey, there bud. was a little controversy with <laughs> hey, bud. with the information on that Voyager album. Yeah, there was uh, What's that? There was also pictures of like the human body yep. and like uh, exactly. you know what we're made of and so some people were like you're basically just going to like send them information on how they could kill us if they wanted to. <laughs> if you yeah. wanted to use the information poorly. But you know, Carl Sagan's thought was that's that's how humans are. But it's probably not how other people will be. Also, just uh, some people of their prudish nature didn't feel right about having naked human bodies. So, so silhouette. Yeah. I'm not the first dude to send a dick pic. <laughs> no, it was Carl this Sagan. Is, yeah, this is, and uh, it was throughout an, space. An but I get galactic dick pic. I'm the one who gets in trouble. But Carl Sagan can send a dick pic to an alien. Mm-hmm. You got in trouble for sending that's a dick pic. Now, who did you yes. send it to? <laughs> Um, you know, she says she was a clinician. You know, she says she was a clinician, but it turned She's out to be an Asian fishing site. So now my, my dick is being used for porn covers. Um, they have stolen Whoa. my likeness. Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Yeah, that's a it lot. Was an I Asian, thought I was sending my dick It was dick an Asian to, fishing site? Yeah, it's Asian fishing sites. They steal your face or your dick oh, or like, part of your body. Oh, like you're talking about like data fishing. I thought you, yeah, were, like, I thought you meant like a fishing company. No, they use they use my dick for that too. <laughs> they use my dick for porn box covers. Like, Asian fishing sites. It looks like the, 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 the fishermen have caught your dick. They're like right. holding up your right. dick. <laughs> they use it. If you shrink it down, use it for a worm. It's, it's exploitation <laughs> at its worst, man. And you're not yeah. getting residuals for that. I'm get, I am getting residuals. I did a oh. Kim Kardashian Ray J deal. I'm just not happy with what happened. Okay. You right. know? But you're I'm, still I'm getting just, paid. I'm getting I'm getting paid. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting paid. Children I used to always the children of planet Earth. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. So does it does so does it kind of blow your mind that that's just like flying somewhere out in space? It does blow my mind. I I love it. I can't wait till they're like, we want to speak to the child that made this recording, and only the child that made this recording. Only to find out that that person is seventy five years old. I think they'd be into it. Luckily, Chuck Berry like aged well. Like nothing, nothing horrible happened with his career. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get like me too or something. You know. So, <laughs> yeah. It's like, what if they came back and they were like, Chuck Berry's great. We love Chuck Berry. You know. And we were like, well, he used to record. Or like, what if they were like, so we put a you know a couple minutes of Bill Cosby on the album because everybody <laughs> loves Bill Cosby, and they like right. come back and they're like, what? This will never fail. <laughs> They'll love us. Yeah. 
Pretty what, cool. What? Uh, so if you could send uh, three songs to space, what would you send? Great. What, what three songs would you send to space? Oh, that's yeah, Alex. Um, I'm gonna tell you too much about myself right now, but there's a song called "When You Believe." Oh God damn it! Share emotional. It's called "When You Believe." Jesus. Love after love, and it is um, Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston. Oh wow! And I cannot make it through the song without crying. <laughs> to this day, to this day, okay. if you get a chance, it's from the Aladdin soundtrack, I think. Wow. Or Mulan or some shit. Pretty sure it's Aladdin. <laughs> Same okay. movie. And uh, right, and it's pretty devastating. I would send. Oh man, there's this thing on the Bishop Magic uh, Don Juan. Who's a Chicago yeah. pimpish? Yeah, but he did a mixtape, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a song called "I Think I'm Ready to Get My Pimp On." Wow, and it's pretty, it's pretty good. So that's number two, and then number three. That's a hard. That's a hard question because there are some fucking insane cuts. My last one is Karis one's fucking um. Hell yeah, Resurrection Rapture. Oh, nice. That's nice. Colton, you got yours? No, man. Okay. I asked the question. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just, you know. And, and I got mine when you're ready, too. Okay, go, go, Alex. So, uh, Waters in March, the recording uh, from Ellis Regine and Joe Bean. I think it's the greatest recording ever made. I listen to it before I fly or do anything stupid, because if I die, I want that to be the last song I ever hear. Okay. Great oh. song. Uh, not to sound too morbid, because if the last song I hear is Crazy Town, I'll be kind of pissed off. Mm, uh, <laughs> so you know you're dying. <laughs> uh, second would be uh, Ravel's String Quartet, one of the most perfect things ever written. And third would probably be uh, Please Call Me Baby, Tom Waits. Okay. Mine would be Payback by James Brown. Oh, oh nice. So good. My second one, and this says a lot about me, I think this is my music taste. My favorite song is I'm So Excited by the Pointer Sisters. Come on. I just think that's a perfect song. That's what I want music to be. It's just pure. Like, I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Yeah. It's okay. joy. Pure I'm about happiness. to lose control, and I think I like yep. it. It's just, I just love that song. It's a great death. song. And uh, third one has to be Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy by Big and Rich. Just kidding. Uh, you know, I just want a little... Uh, Oh, you got to throw a silly one in there. That so was they'll funny. Be like, that was funny, Scott. Not that it's thank you, you but uh, not that it is funny. But uh, <laughs> no, and then maybe something uh, either Ten Things" by Paul Barabo. That's another inspiring song to me, or um, uh, maybe "Zombie" by uh, Fela Lakuti. Oh yeah, that's oh, a jam. Wow. That's a jam that we. I thought you were gonna say "Couch Cut Up," but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then uh, yeah, that's all that work one. for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, those are good songs. Yeah, I think they are. Well, um, mine would be. Mm, what would yours be called? The national anthem. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> of what country? Of the United States of America. <laughs> the United States. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love our country. I don't know what you bozos are up to, but that's what I'd send out to space. Um, that's hilarious. I'm like, I'm like fine with the country. Shit sucks. I'm not even gonna lie. I feel like I motherfuckers better fix it real haven't fast. Haven't done any spiritual. Oh, okay. In this show. Yeah, go I'm for just it. Do it real oh. quick. Brandon, every episode I like to just drop in a little spiritual moment. Yeah, exactly. Um, you get it. You're by a brook right now. And so what I do water. is I get still, I get quiet, I breathe, and then I Google spiritual spiritual quotes. <laughs> 
and then I'll hit one. And I'll look at it and I'll read it out loud. And today I made a Buddha, did a Buddha one. There is no fear for one whose mind is not filled with desires. Buddha. Okay. Works out. Hold on. What? Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I said I'd do one every episode, and you know I sometimes go on and on. What was that one? That was uh. There is no fear. There's no fear for one one whose mind is filled with desires. Is not filled with desires. So if you have no desires, you have no fear. Is what it's saying. Mm -hmm. You are want for nothing. Uh, so I just I'm don't. Su- yeah. What? I'm. I mean, I just I've, I I understand the idea like desire. Maybe you don't want to have a lot of desires and mm-hmm. kind of be content in what it is you have and exactly. where you are. Yeah. But fear doesn't necessarily like. Fear does not exist in this dojo. Does it? <laughs> does it? It's, it's a recording studio. Yeah. But like if somebody, you know, say you have no desires, you're just like chilling there and mm-hmm. you're like totally sad. And then some guy comes in with a gun. It's like, I'm going to fucking shoot everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you desire to leave. Well, exactly. And I think that subconsciously your brain desires to breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know my brain desires to breathe. <laughs> I don't want to. I, don't wanna, and I, don't I dare somebody. The, yeah, I don't want to tear apart the quote. I that's, dare it's somebody. It's a good quote. Hey, talk to Buddha. You, you know, know what? The, the less desires you have in your life, the yeah. less fear you'll have in your life. Yeah, Basically, he's it. saying if you don't want for security, it's much easier to dream. They also didn't have guns then. So if you don't have any, True. if you don't have a want, a want of being safe, then you're much more likely to take a leap. Sure. And do what you're supposed to do. I get that. I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, what I learned at the silent retreat is how the mind categorizes things into either pleasant or unpleasant. Mm -hmm. And so if it's pleasant, you want more. If it's unpleasant, you want less. And the degree to which you have the unpleasant and you don't want it, you're suffering. You desire something different. And the degree to which you don't have enough of the the pleasant, um, you're you're wanting for that as well. And so you're, that's where the suffering and you know. So it's like a desire for things to be different than they actually are. Yeah. Now who to, so who tells you that at the silent retreat? Um. The honestly, it's a uh, G. He uh, he was the teacher at the. Silent but does retreat. he like just he's... point to like words on the wall and like? No, or... he talks. Oh, it's, he talks. It... Yeah. Okay. So he's not. So the idea is that you're just you're take you'll take in. You're not talking. Retreat, yeah. And you're not talking, but this guy can talk. Yeah. Okay. Also, uh, so it's he... more like a jerk house. So, yeah. It sounds like this guy's a narcissist, <laughs> yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Here's the deal. <laughs> I talk. You don't talk. And if you want to learn to be as spiritual as me, retreat, don't say a word. <laughs> Everyone, is... shish. This is the box retreat. Yeah. You get in the box. Yeah. I walk around the box. <laughs> He's dead, by the way. He's that guy? Yeah, they they oh. play like tapes of him oh. teaching. Oh. So you watch on a screen at the end of the day. There's there's a Oh, okay. So, so it's not even a person who's standing there talking. It's just you're there playing this. No. It's by and large silent. You you meditate for sixty minutes and then take a break. You meditate for ninety minutes, take a break, and then you have lunch, et cetera, et cetera. You talk during ninety minutes. No. What? You, you I don't... went to my parents not to talk. Well, it's zero. It's donation okay. based. All right. Yeah, it's vipassana. Wish a motherfucker would. Yeah, it's all donation based. No, dog. It's no. tight. It was so much, tight. Bro. It's a pretty good experience. Have you ever done? It. Have you ever done something like that? A, a, a silent retreat. 
I was raised in a foster home. <laughs> so I guess so. Wow. You know, I was in juvenile a lot when I was a kid. Really? I went to jail a lot when I was So kid. you learned how to be quiet. You, you did. can meditate your ass <laughs> off in a cell. If you don't get to come out your cell, not even to brush your teeth, you'd be like, whoa. I am finding my inner spirit. I didn't know that about you. This motherfucker is rage-filled. <laughs> my inner spirit wants to kill somebody. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I've, you know, I've spent some time. If you ever see Hurricane Carter, the movie, that was my life as a child. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You're framed for murder. I was framed for murder. I spent a lot of time, and you know, just trying to clear my name. Uh, <laughs> it did not work. <laughs> I didn't know this about you. And then Bob Dylan wrote a song about him. That's right. Bob Dylan wrote a song about Heck him. Heck yeah. And you can hear it, but it's the kid version. You know, when kids take a hip hop song and they yeah. change it into. Here comes the like story kids bop. of right. the hurricane. Oh, I love kids' bop. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it when they do it to a two chain song. <laughs> All I want for my birthday is some ice cream and cake. You know, it's nah, crazy how much. <laughs> I don't know if you do this too much, Scott, but you know I have a daughter now, and so uh, when she's staying with me, every once in a while, uh, you know, it'll be like time to like go play in her room or something, and I'm like, all right, well, hey, you know, Alexa, play some kids music, and it'll play this station called Kids Pop. Yeah, and it's just straight up whatever's on the radio right now, except a kid is singing it. Yeah, and they don't, they don't even change the words. Yeah, and so it's just sort of like why. <laughs> What's the point? Yeah, because the, the subject matter will still be like, you know, I want to have sex with you or whatever it is. And I'm like, right. why is this on the kids' bot station? Like, I, I'm, I thought it was going to be like Wheels on the Bus or something like that. No. One and of the like, no. weirdest children singing experiences I've ever had, and this was unfortunately in 2000 before uh, cell phone recording. Uh, I was this on. This is where you cut them off right there. <laughs> I was on. You a... Cut them off at weird. And this has experience. been James. <laughs> and no, that episode. I wish I'd say this. I, I was uh, doing a thing on Nickelodeon on the Amanda Show in 2000, and for some reason it was an audience of all children, and they played Shaggy wasn't me, and the whole audience of kids before the taping were singing along to it. So mm. it's just bleachers full of you know elementary school and middle school kids singing it wasn't me which was one of the weirdest things to this day i've ever seen they uh, children have always been butt naked on the bathroom floor (laughs) that's right after they take a bath so for them they were like there you go this song is about children who are uh, getting the bathroom Uh, too wet just air drying yeah yeah uh you know uh lisa loeb makes great kids albums yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. If you have kids and you don't know that about Lisa Loeb's kid music, because that's what you got to find as a parent, music and media and movies that are maybe that you can stand having played over and over. But I'm lucky. Uh, you know, River, that's my daughter's name. Honestly, her favorite song is Better Now by Post Malone. Like Who? Post Malone. Never heard of him. Yeah, he's... Uh, He's a hip-hop artist. A what? <laughs> He's one of these new rap guys who huh. is like emo rap. Interesting. Yeah. Check him out if you've she ever heard like, of Post Malone. She likes to that song? Buddy, you put on, you go, hey, Alexa, play Better Now by Post Malone. She stops. Oh, her head perks up. Come on. So and cute. she, I have videos of her. She dances in the car. I'll put on a podcast. She's like, meh. Put on other kinds of music. She's like, eh. She's like a little unrestless. And I put on... The whole catalog of Post Malone. Wow. She likes all of Post Malone yeah. stuff. Silent, looking out the car, looking out the window. It, the lyrics, I've been fucking hosing, popping yeah. pillies. I feel just like a rock star. 
Yeah. Maybe that, you know. I've been taking duties well, see, but and fucking has, up has diapers she like started, a rock star. Has she started singing the songs that she's listening Not to? Not yet. She doesn't Yeah, totally so that's going to happen very soon. So right. You get past where you can be like, oh, I can't play this because she'll start singing. I'm going to have, yeah. I'm going to have a problem because I don't, I don't know. I just don't care about that. I don't care about kids saying bad words or this and that. But I know that <laughs> they'll go to school. You know and when every- she says, shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> says it to me. <laughs> Motherfucker. Um, but by the but, if that happens, I will cross that bridge when I get to it. I just I don't know, man. I just can't get into this. Oh, don't say these words, kids. Like I just I I'm not into it. Like I I don't have a problem if there's just like white fuck kids. you. <laughs> yeah, you got white kids. Okay, that, yeah. they pretty much can say that shit. But if you had a little black kid, you'd be like. <laughs> You sound it. like Grandpa Simpson. You're like, don't say. Okay. Yeah, you you know, Got it's it. like you have to prepare your kids to live outside of your world. My so idealistic. Your world is like, hey, it's cool if somebody says that, but then she goes out, you know, and meets the other students and the other and teachers. Like, fuck and she, you, she's bitch. Like, fuck you. You know, do you really want to set her up to like not understand why those people are like, yeah, you know, I don't know if we want to have River in this program anymore. You know, right. Uh, no, you know, so yeah. it's like it's. Yeah, I understand right. it because I'm, I'm the same way. I don't. I don't want to like make words scary or demonize right. words uh, for my daughter, but I also don't want to set her off on the wrong foot because I've seen kids who whose parents have just let them swear and shit, and it doesn't work out great for them. Got it. <laughs> I yeah. grew up with kids like that who were yeah. like, "Fuck this shit, fuck yeah. that," and didn't get and like I swore too, but not in front of adults, right. and because I understood. Then they would have a judgment of me if I did that. I need to, I need to teach her what the words, the power that they have in that's the people the, around her in the culture. That's the thing is it's not restriction. It's teaching how to wield power, which is the the more valuable lesson. Is not necessarily being like wow. Um, Speaking of wielding power, I heard power chords being played. Let's take another deep dive. Yeah, hold on, Brandon. Into the murder. Of John Benet Ramsey. Yep. I love watching because the reactions our, every time. Because of our budgetary constraints, we've hired reenactors from Los Angeles' Skid Row. <laughs> John Benet, get in here! John Benet! John Benet! You better not be playing in that basement! Where's John Benet? I don't know where she at. I ain't seen her in two days. You're supposed to be her daddy. You're supposed to be her mom. Yeah. Let's go upstairs and smoke this crack, cat. All We're right, not smoking so we'll, crack, uh, guys. We'll talk about some of the inconsistencies in that portrayal as we take this deep dive. Are you familiar with the case of John Benet Ramsey? I, I am very familiar. All right. Some would say too familiar. Well, uh, she was found the same day she went missing. <laughs> Yeah, but these people... Yeah. These people did, though. <laughs> the characters, uh, yeah. One thing I'd like to talk about today, uh, you know, um, I think in our last episode, I admitted that uh, I didn't really know too much about them. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, Brandon, just mean? to acclimate you, Colton has decided every he does he does a little deep dive every episode. Oh, is it always murder? It's always John Bonet. It, okay. We're going to solve the case of John Bonet Ramsey. That's my goal with this podcast. Okay. I'm pretty sure... It's unsolvable. Oof. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's Gosh. a challenge. That's a challenge. Well, you tell that to the blood sample that they found. You see, in December 2003, forensic investigators extracted, extracted through material 
from a mixed blood sample and found on that was found on John Bonet's underwear to establish a DNA profile. That DNA profile belonged to an unknown male. The DNA was submitted to the FBI's combined DNA index system, a database containing more than 1.6 million DNA profiles, but the sample did not match any profile in the database. What? In October 2016, new forensic analysis revealed that the original DNA actually contained genetic markers from two individuals other than John Bonet. They did find some blood. Yeah. They have some DNA markers. Now, some people say these DNA markers could be like from the people who made her clothes. Uh, other people say these they could be the. What the do DNA. you say? Well, I don't know yet. I haven't been able to crack the case. So I'm hoping that our listeners can help out. And uh, obviously, I talk a little bit out with the guests. Uh, and I take a deep dive every episode. Oh, Colton. Yeah. My friend from Colorado. Yeah. Oh, did you talk to him? Yes. Oh, great. I had told you. I have yes. a friend from Denver. And I'm this... a specialist on men's blood and underwear. So this is okay. a great segue. Say, say that again? I am a specialist in men's blood in... on underwear. On underwear. So yeah, this is great. I didn't realize you could we be a specialist. I'll wait my turn, but please. Yeah. Both of these things I think could crack the case. What, what did your friend... I had told you, my friend Matt, who's from Denver, the murders happened in Boulder. Um, uh, he came over for movie night. Oh, great. What did he say? He doesn't know anything. Okay. What about the movie? We never got to it. All right. So we just had good true. conversation and had dinner. All right. Well, um, what did you movie tell us? was it planning? Was it Spider Man ah. Into the Spider Verse? And you didn't watch it? I heard we that was good. We didn't watch it. It's supposed to be really good. I've I've seen it. It's good. So um, okay. Well, that's strike one. Let's right. see what the expert in men's underwear with blood in it has to say. So there's only a few ways that you can even have the, the perfect storm of blood and men's under. It was it was her underwear though, right? It was her underwear. That's okay, because I'm good at that as well, too. I'm, okay. my, it's broad spectrums. Got it. Broad spectrums. The music may be more to whisper ASMSRs. The point is, there's only a few ways that this could have occurred. One, yeah. pickle jar. Late at night, in your underwear. You are hungry. Too dark, you fumble. Open up the refrigerator, but goddammit, the light don't work. You told Tyrell, change the light. He didn't listen. Mm -hmm. You reach for a pickle jar. It slips out of your hands. The plastic juice goes everywhere. Shards of glass point up towards the sky. You slips and falls. You're in your drawers. Now you've got blood in them. Okay. That's one way. That's number one. Now, I don't know whether the Ramsey family even ate pickles. No. But somebody should look at that. Okay, we'll look in. Yeah, I'll definitely. Number two. You are headed to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. You've been partying with your friends all night. Okay, well, she's a child. Yeah. What? Go ahead. Sorry. Don't discriminate. You're You're a child. You've been listening to kids bop, partying with your friends. Too much sugar, daddy. I've got diarrhea. I've got to go to the bathroom. On your way to the bathroom, you get a sugar nosebleed. Something Mm. common in Boulder and Denver where these murders occur. The higher altitude. Your nose bleeds into your drawers. You do your business, poop out the rest of the candy mom so generously gave you, head back to bed. Your father also has the same type of nosebleed, has touched your bed looking for you. You have his blood in your underwear. 
Okay. That's number two. All right. Number three. How oh, many, there's a, there's how many more how many? are there? There's three. Okay. No, there's, at least a, there's at least 18, but I'm only going to focus in on I'm the three. I'm just going to focus in on these. These are top three. But there's so many. Number three, paid. Mm-hmm. Paid? Paid. Like you get paid it's to do? It's a known fact that people will buy underwear that has a man's blood in it that was previously owned by a child. Okay. This could have occurred. I do know that the Ramseys had several different revenue streams. Perhaps this was one. This has been another deep dive into the murder of John Benet Ramsey. We'll find your killer, John Benet. This, I promise you. All right. <laughs> and we're back. That was, like, that was wow. probably one of the more informative uh, deep dives we've done. Learned yeah, a thank lot. You. Learned a lot. That you. expert sounded really knowledgeable, you guys. I think so. Yeah. I'm glad he just walked in and <laughs> at right time. <laughs> yeah. And he left. Right. You yeah. uh, sat in your seat, Brandon. I know, with bloody underwear on. I know, that's Jeez, not Louise. Cool. Um, it's Brandon. Don't call me Louise. Very I good. Guess. That's because you guys are dads. That's like police. You guys are dads. Louise. I got to do a dad joke. And don't yeah. call You're me Shirley. Dads. We are both dads. <laughs> Come October, I'm going to have a second kid. What? Did you know that? Look who's showing off. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. How about this? Uh, I think we should bust one more jam and call it a day. Alex? Hello? Maybe we could just... Yeah, you're used to playing with Alex, so why don't we do a little... little jam. Do a little jam? Like an R&B kind of jam? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. let's do that. Actually, But you're so good at rapping. Either one you want to do. Or, or if you just play drum beat, I'll give chords on top of it so we can do the best of both worlds. Okay. We could also just do, do the that. hook as R&B and the verses or not. Let's, uh, I'll do a beatbox and we'll, we'll do like a hip hop song, but it's, uh, oh yeah, I could just do the drums here. Yeah. We got drums. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. we're talking about some legit jam space right yeah. here. Uh. You're a legend, Brandon. So good to have you here. Thank, thank you so much so for the much. show, man. Man, thank you guys so much we for having We talked about me. so much. Uh, we went to heaven and hell and back. So That's many right, different man. places. All so over the world. Places. We'll go forever. We'll always yeah. be friends. Oh, shit. This is a Fast and Furious rock. <laughs> we always be friends. To the end. Got your back no matter what you going if nobody else is there for you You drove so fast Some would say was furious But you, you so mad. couldn't drive away from my friendship Your friendship may be curious I opened the door to that car I sat in it, looked to my right, and there you are, it's my best friend. Best We're driving friend. through the night, that's right. As the sun rises, I'll give you a kiss, good night. Ha! Huh. Wiz Khalifa, bonus part of the track. You and me friends, all day long, hope the fun never ends. I can depend on somebody like you to get these ends. Best buddies, come through with more than monies. We gonna do things, hey man. Where my undies? Cause we're friends. We're friends, y'all. Till the end. Play basketball. Cause we're friends. After school. How long? Till the end. Yo. Yo. 
Yo, we friends and we never gonna stop. Yeah. You my friend from the bottom to the top. top. If I was a robber, you would be a cop. Freak. And we would be friends. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite of the rock and Vin Diesel. We're painting on an easel. Cause we're friends to the end. That's a little BTS information that those guys don't get along on that movie set. They stay separate. That's but not true. you and me. Cause we're friends. Friends to the end. Time. This song a will never end. There's no ending to this song. Just like our friendship. Look, man, I'm gonna keep singing this song with you until I die. There's no ending to this song. Holding hands, standing next to each other, on each other's shoulders. Dying of dehydration, probably, cause we won't stop singing this water. Headphones on in the studio Real friends Like don't we'll drink water together Late night Me Real and you friends. dying of thirst Me and you dying of thirst Me and you dying of thirst Like Whitney and Mariah Oh, call back that shit back What's that song oh. called? When you believe When you believe You can achieve Yeah, yeah, friendship. yeah on a ship with a friend, friend. it'll ship. never end. The SS friend sails. sailing the high seas, <laughs> drinking high seas. It's a friendship, y'all. Yo, hold your hands with your best friend right now. If you out there and you listening and you happen to be next to your best friend, and I don't see why you wouldn't be. Hold your hands. Now look at your best friend and tell that dog, you my dog, best friend. You always have been my friend, you been there for me Even when things was not going right And some of them reasons was cause of you Like things you had done to me But that's all the water under the bridge cause now we friends But really where is my stuff man? You could bring some of my stuff back We friends To the end of the road To the end You know we are friends To the end This is my the Jam Space Podcast Where's my shit? Jam Space Yeah. Oh, y'all. That was Jam Space. Yes. Damn. Thanks so much, homie. Oh, my God. So glad to be here. Thank you guys for everything. You know, at the end of every show, we like to talk to the listener out there as if they're they're the the only only listener listening to us. Sort of like Mr. Rogers talking to that little kid during his show. And so I just like to say, hey, thanks for listening to the show. I'm so glad you could hang out with us. We had a lot of fun today, and I hope you had a lot of fun today. And, uh, if you uh, you know want to reach out to us, go for it. We got an email. Send us an email. Tell us your story. Where do you like to meditate? Heck yeah. I want to know about musical things and space things that you know. And then I want to also tell you stuff that you didn't know before. This is a reciprocal relationship. And guess what? If you're you're feeling down in a bum, bummer mood, sometimes just a 10-minute walk, that changes your whole headspace. Just bend, stretch, breathe deep. Take a deep breath and uh, breathe in and out. Center yourself and remember that you're you're made of stardust and you're a, you're a worthwhile person and we love you. Wow! So I should talk to the listener right now, like it's just me and the listener. Well, if the listener drives a 1987 Impreza, you cut me off, motherfucker. 
And when I find you, bro, cause I got your license plate number, you gonna be the dude that cries. Maybe you left me there crying, window rolled down. But I find you, bro, you'll be the one crying because you should have let me go first. <laughs> you should have. Peace. True. This has been Jam Space, y'all. Give us your beats. Give us all your treats. That's right. We got an email. Jamspacepodcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram and uh, Twitter. That's uh, right. At jamspacepod. That's all right. All one word. Apple Podcasts. Like, subscribe, rate. Get tell yours. You, tell your friends. Thanks for listening. Love your friends. It's Jam Space. Jam yeah. Space. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>